Hey, welcome to Lead Loud, the Talk to Our podcast. I'm Richard Mulholland. And I am Justin King. And Richard, where do you find yourself in the world today? I'm in White Oaks, Niagara. Um, I'm off to uh, Niagara Falls this morning. I've got a talk uh, in, I've got to be there in about half an hour. And then I'm off to Toronto this afternoon for a talk there. And then a game with the Leafs. Go Leafs, go. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, you got a, a live game this evening. So we won't get too much right. into that. Otherwise, I know we'll get sidetracked for, with your, your love, <laughs> of the, the love of the Leafs. Um, but today, and I, I, know, I know as usual, you, you, you pressed, pressed for time. So today we want to chat about the four disciplines of execution. So that's, this is a book by Chris uh, McChesney, Sean Covey, and, and Jim Hewling. So, Rich, it's, it's an interesting one. Actually, it was suggested to us by um, Adrian Goslett, um, who thought it was a really good one for him to share with his, well, he shared the principles with his team. Um, and he thought it was a really good book for us to turn into a talk. And, and at first, we weren't too sure. We weren't sure whether it fits our kind of, I'm going to say, our type of book, our kind of model. But the more we went into it, the more we realized this is absolutely one that we should do and should be shared. Yeah, you know, there's that line that says never never judge a book by its cover. And it has one of these kind of almost standard business book, you know, with the big writing and no picture and like that formal serif font thing. And so I just looked at it thinking it was one of those books. Uh, and I, you, you've been nagging me for ages and trailers, I was like sitting there like, a beacon uh, should we do this should we do this and then when i started going through the, the content you prepared for i was like holy crap this is really good stuff yeah it's an exactly that as well for me once i started going through it and i kind of looked more into well a who are the who are the authors and and they work for a company called franklin covey now franklin covey is this massive uh, business that that's focused on it's working with companies, working with individuals to, to improve performance. Um, so the book itself is also based on the learnings from dealing with, and they say hundreds of thousands of, of employees across hundreds of, of big businesses. So it's, it's based on fact. This, the structure that they've created is, is really based on, on fact, according to them. And, and interestingly enough as well, just Amazon actually describes it as the foundational text for creating lasting organizational change. So it's, it's a book that's definitely struck a chord and, and is being used to make a, a lot of change within business. And you can see why, because actually practical stuff. Like it was in the end, it ended, you know, I, I don't know why I put it off so much. I think in my head, like the things with the four steps and things or seven of this or things I find quite difficult because how do you take that and turn it into a very small, short enough presentation? But I actually find it um, relatively simple because it's, it's like a straightforward approach. Um, uh, one of the things for me immediately is um, we were doing it. And if you have a look, remind me to show you Missing Link's new business dashboard. And we, we've like, I've changed it. I was like, guys, why are all these leading indicators? We've got to get the lagging indicators, which we'll get to in a second. But like, it was one of these ones that while reading it for preparation, I immediately went back in and applied shit to, to business. So, so or to our businesses. And, and like, I feel like, um, that's the hallmark of a good book, one that's immediately actionable. So there's, there's two ways. So there's, there's two ways of essentially creating change within the business. The one is by, 
by putting pen to paper and then the other one is through action. So pen to paper usually happens kind of at the, the top level, executive level. But we know that the execution and the action then happens at and ground level. And that requires behavioral change. And I think that's why people have loved this book so much is because it, it provides a step-by-step strategy to do exactly that, creating the, the behavior of your team to make sure that you, you're actioning and ex- executing on these vitally important um, goals that you're setting in your business. So, Rich, what I, what I wanted to do, and I know we push for time, but is um, – there's, I just want to run through these four, four disciplines very briefly. I thought it would be a, quite an interesting thing for us to chat about. And to, before I do that, though, there's a couple of the slides that we start our talk with. The very first one is setting the scene, and it talks about if action followed knowledge, we'd all have six-packs. Love the quote, and, and I think it does set the scene, and it also provides listeners now to, the, to this very podcast, I think with some context around it, what this is about. Like if we all knew how to take any information that we've, we've – um, received or heard or consumed and turned that into action, we would absolutely all have six packs because we know how that, that works. But there are always <clears> things that, that come up and get in our way and, and, and reasons that we don't get things done. So just to break them down, and then I want us to touch on them very quickly, the four disciplines of execution as discussed or as touched on in this book is, is number one, focus on, on your, what they call the wigs, the, the, wild, the wildly the important goals. Um, and most you know, it's almost like the counterpoint to the BHAG. Correct, correct. Like, like BHAG is your big, your audacious goal, but your wig is your wildly important right now, get this shit exactly. done goal. And they talk about trying to take one or two out of, and they refer to this whirlwind in the book. And I think that's what's quite important for me. So it's, it's your wigs are these one or two <clears> important <throat> goals that you know are going to make real change within your business, um, but you've got to try and switch off the rest of the noise and the whirlwind of, of day-to-day happenings and everything that's urgent rather than, than important in your business and really de- define what those goals are going to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, the, the analogy they use is of like an air traffic controller who's, you know, there's all of these planes and these planes are, ext- every one of those planes is the most important thing in the world to passengers on them at the moment. But that, you know, that, that air traffic controller has got to know that he's keeping the other ones in a holding pattern and they're safe, but bring one into land. And the problem is what we try to do is we land too many things simultaneously. We got to pick a plane to land. And that alone was an amazing thing. Like that's a line I've, I've been throwing around now. Like, hey, dude, which plane are you going to land? You know, we, we can't land them all at once uh, safely and properly. And uh, that was just a, a beautiful analogy. And then um, the, second, the second discipline which they re- refer to is uh, measuring lead behaviors. And, and you've touched on that briefly. And this to me, it was also a bit of an eye opener to me because um, I had, to, I had to kind of figure out myself, well, what do you mean by, by a leading versus a lagging indicator? And I think that the greatest uh, example to use is a, a leading, in, if you were trying to lose weight, I think this is the simplest one we can look at. If you're trying to lose weight, a leading indicator would be tracking your calories and seeing how many calories you are consuming. Whereas a lagging indicator would just be jumping on the scale at the end of a week to, to track your progress. And I think we all too often fall into that trap of just jumping on the scale Tra- tracking our lagging indicators and then feeling like we either have made no, um, we, we've made no progress at all, or we failed at what we tried to set out to do. Right. We would spend our time trying to measure the uh, sales that we've made in a week and, you know, how far we are from target. But by the time that happens, it's too late. Whereas if you've worked out what your uh, amount of calls to amount of meetings ratio is, and then your amount of meetings to amount of quotes ratio is, and your amount of quotes ratio to your amount of uh, sales, uh, you know, number, try, 
you're in a great place because then you just have to look back and say, well, how many calls did we make today? And you should be able to math out, or, you know, how many calls did we make today? How, how, in what kind of good shape are we uh, a month from now? And that's what, that's what he means. And we were just getting that all wrong. Um, there's vanity metrics and there's yeah. real metrics or actionable metrics. And then of course, these, these first two disciplines would be, would be, would be useless or pointless without actually measuring and, and keeping a scoreboard. So keeping a scoreboard, they talk about it, is a great right. way to make sure that your, your team switches on their game face. Um, yeah, yeah, I love the, the one line they said about it, something like if, you, yeah, if you're not kind of, was it, if you're not keeping score, you're doing a practice. That's exactly it, yeah. If you're not, yeah. Uh, and, and, yeah, so just, just so true. And then I know we've got, we're watching the clock here ourselves. We, we've got a scoreboard of time and we, we're running out. Um, and the fourth one is, is scheduling these weekly accountability talks they talk about. And once again, one, two, and three are, are useless unless somebody or some team is being held accountable to, for that. Well, yeah, for sure. Like, this is something that if we say some, something is important, but then that's not what we measure. We measure the other things in the world oh, what's happening with this job and why aren't we doing this? But actually bringing people back, the way to get everyone to calm down is to bring everybody back to the plane you're trying to land. And uh, if you have that, that weekly meeting and you're going through your, your uh, leading indicators, you're doing stuff, but then you're landing those planes, you're in good shape. Yeah. And I think that's where we, we're going to end this one. This, this talk, we've, we've called it Get Shit Done because that really is what it's all about. Implement this process, implement this framework within, in your business yes. and, and make sure that you, you're getting that shit done that you're setting out to achieve. Yeah, I'll tell you what, even if you, so yesterday I ended up sending a mate a link to a talk to a talk, not because uh, he actually doesn't have a team anymore, um, but because I wanted him to watch the the talk almost by way of an explainer. Even if that's all you do from here is you go on there and you watch the little prep talk that we did by way of an explainer. Like, I think there's really good stuff here. This landing the plane thing, I promise you, will become part of yeah. your language. So... Um, yeah, I really hope that's great and uh, that you apply some of these things and you action things like I'm supposed to do now because I've got to be downstairs in the lobby in about T minus 30 seconds ago. Okay, so <laughs> go, 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 go. Right. Cool. That's it for me. Stay curious. Cheers. Cheers, dude.